production of the one the only travel show we have got one of the best shows in our 30-year history travel news is is dynamic and changing even as we speak today we're going to be talking about europe opening yes the european union is proposing let's bring the yankees back because they spend a lot of money here there's a new oberamagau tour i'm going to take it with that is the most unique Europe itinerary in history. We'll have a Disney update. We're going to be traveling to Egypt and talk about the secret Egyptian endowment that will explode your brain. And then Iceland and Greenland. All this and more, your questions, your input on today's travel show. I'm Larry Gelwicks, the getaway guru, joined by the Disney dog, John Potter, from Columbus Travel. We probably will not be hearing from Carlos today. I told him to call in if he had a chance, John. He is in the Amazon in South America. And for some reason, the cell signals don't work real well in the Amazon. Well, what about smoke signals? Yeah, he said he might do that. You know, we'd love to have you be a part of the show. First of all, thank you for spending the weekend with us here on the Travel Show every weekend at this time on this station. Those of you in the Intermountain States, Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Colorado, Arizona, and Nevada, give us a call, 888-570-8010, that's 888-570-8010. Join us on the show. Perhaps you have a question. Perhaps that you have an experience you'd like to share, uh, your recommendation, what your years of travel have taught you. For our listeners in Texas and Florida, you are catching the travel show on a slight delay, which means that you can call the 888 number, John, but nobody will be here. No. <laughs> Send us your questions and comments at info at columbusvacations.com, info at columbusvacations.com, or text 595-70-59570, keyword trip. Well, John, everything is changing in the cruise industry. I think one of the big blockbusters is a federal judge throughout the U.S. CDC rules for cruise companies operating in Florida during the COVID pandemic. And that just happened this last week, handing a huge victory politically to Governor Ron DeSantis. In a 124-page ruling, U.S. Dic District Judge Stephen Maryday of the Middle District of Florida said that the agency's Conditional sale order, which we've been talking about here on the Travel yes. Show, that, which was a framework of regulations dictating, emphasis on the word dictating, how cruises can restart. I found that conditional sale order troublesome because when they first published the conditional sale order, John, back in October. Mm-hmm. Um, it outlined four phases to get cruises up and running again during the pandemic. Well, they had to go through the first phase, but they had to wait five months to find out what number two was. Yeah, that is just ridiculous. It was. Uh, the CDC was falling all over themselves, Emperor Fauci, 
with what they had to do. But they weren't telling them what they had to do. It was destroying the cruise industry. Now, nobody wants to sail in an unsafe environment. I personally think cruising, as we come out of the pandemic, in my mind, John, is absolutely the safest mode of travel no questions asked. Oh, I agree completely. They got such a black eye at the start of the pandemic of everything that happened there. They're not going to let that repeat again. It's no, they gonna can't. Be, yeah, it's going to be very, very safe. Well, so what the judge, uh, Mary Day, said is we're going to toss your rules, although um, he's going to leave them in place until July 18th. And then uh, the uh, those rules don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And basically, I think it was archaic what the CDC was doing and not telling the cruise lines, well, you do this, but we're not going to tell you what the next step is. Why don't you wait five months? Yeah, I've been wondering, you know, which one of the head honchos at the CDC had a bad cruise experience and is trying to take it out on the industry. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Well, this uh, was on the fast track. It's changing everything. Now, it's important to keep in mind that the uh, Judge Mary Day's order only applies to cruises from Florida. Yeah. Because the suit was brought by the state of Florida, and they won in a very, very big way. You know, there's been some discussion, John, amongst the cruise lines, because the cruise lines wanted to require all passengers to be vaccinated with some allowance for medical conditions Um not just a preference, I don't want to be vaccinated, but there's a, a legitimate medical reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their goal was to have 95 plus percent of cruise passengers vaccinated. Yes. Uh, well, then, the st- you know, the state of Florida said you cannot ask people if they've been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And that's what all the cruise lines were going to do is say, show me your certificate. Right. I had... I personally had no problem with that. Oh, I don't either. You know, I thought Florida was on an overreach there. But Mm -hmm. anyway, so the cruise lines are in an imbriglio with the CDC says this, the state of Florida says this. So Royal (laughs) Caribbean, you got to hand it to Royal Caribbean. Yes. Uh, They've come up with a way to satisfy their desire to keep us healthy and safe satisfy the state of Florida and satisfy the CDC with kind of a difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated guests. Yes, they're going to let people sail. And this is based on areas they're sailing to. It does not apply to Alaska. It does not apply to some European. Only Florida. Only Florida. Uh, They are not going to require vaccinations. However, people who are not vaccinated will not be able to enjoy all the same things that the others do. For instance, they will not be able to do the my time dining. They're going to be assigned a time and a place to go to dinner with other unvaccinated guests. Now, my time dining is you go when and where you want. You're not tied down. I like that myself. I do, too. So we're going to have kind of a roped-off area. (laughs) That reminds me of the leper colony. (laughs) I wonder if they're going to have like a a cross on their forehead yeah. or something. <laughs> the, the scarlet An leather. An NV on their shirt. That, that's right. <laughs> uh, so uh, they're not going to be able to uh, participate in some activities. They will not have access to all venues. 
and they may not be able to attend certain performances in the theater. Again, these are unvaccinated And people. this is not just the honor system. Um, Royal and no, other cruise lines cannot ask the passengers when they board the ship, have you been vaccinated? Mm-hmm. But once they sail out of the territorial out of waters, the Florida waters, you have to provide evidence of it, like a card. Yes. I fully support that. I do, too. Well, Europe is reopening to American vacationers after a pandemic travel ban. Here's what we know. Summer vacations in Europe are now a step closer to reality after the European Union on Wednesday, just of this week, agreed to ease travel restrictions for who? You want to guess the V or the NV? I'm guessing the V. The V is letter N, letter V, not E N V Y. (laughs) For vaccinated visitors and travelers from country where COVID is really under control. Mm -hmm. Now, the timing of the reopening is somewhat unclear because it requires final approval of the Council of the European Union. They're going to vote on it next week. Is it going to pass in a landslide? The lifting of the travel restrictions by country is not mandatory as each country, once this pandemic hit, they said, you know, we're going to take control of our borders again. What a novel idea. Take control of your border. Yeah. Uh, Who would ever think of something like that? So um, I think it's going to open up to vaccinated travelers almost immediately Mm -hmm. after that. So stay tuned with this. A lot of things are happening, especially up north in Alaska with you. Yeah, in Alaska, uh, they have uh, done away with the restrictions where you have to visit a Canadian port or a foreign port. So it's going to be a round trip from Seattle on limited ships. There's only just a handful of ships going to be doing it. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to be on one of those ships, and I would love to have you join me September. Well, I'd be happy to. Well, you're going to be on another cruise Thank you. at that time. Uh, September 19th to the 26th on Princess Cruises. We're going to have our own private shore excursions, see the Northern Lights, hopefully, and going to have a great experience. So uh, de- uh, details can be found at columbusvacations.com. When we come back, I want to tell you about the most unique, incredible European itinerary that you have ever heard of in your life. This thing will absolutely blow your brain up. And guess what? I'm going on it, and I'd love to have you come with me. Yeah, that's next year, right here. We're going to be talking about Europe on The Travel Show. the Disney dog, Pluto, John Potter of Columbus Travel. We'd love to have you join us here on the Travel Show, 888-570-8010. That's 888-570-8010. And for our listeners in Texas and Florida, you're on a slight delay, so send us your comments at info at columbusvacations.com. You know, I remember an experience I had some years ago, John, where a couple, and I tell this story with their permission, uh, was sitting in my office. They had recently retired, and they had always wanted to travel. But, you know, they take small trips, but now that they're retired, they they wanted to get after it. And I think think they were in their late late 60s or something like that. Uh, Uh. 
And we're sitting in my office, and you know that every year I do a Pacific Coast cruise. You do? It's actually one of my favorites. We sail from Vancouver, spend the whole day at Victoria, British Columbia. Mm-hmm. We go to Astoria, Oregon, which is up the Columbia River. Not on the coast. It's Lewis and Clark country. Yeah. Two days in San Francisco and then following the coastline plus Big Sur and Carmel and Santa Cruz down to Los Angeles. In fact, I'm doing that uh, next year. Yeah. Uh, end of September of 2022. Rates are only about 500 bucks. It's a week, one week tour. Absolutely fabulous. Mm-hmm. And the, the, uh, the lady really wanted to do that. But her husband was saying, I don't know if that's the one I want to do. And, and I don't know about this. And I mean, just, we had this conversation and I, you know, I just had an impression, a thought come to me. And I said to him, I said, you know, uh, you'll never get a hard sales pitch from me or anyone here at Columbus travel. Right. But I said, you know, your wife really wants to go on this. And we all get to a certain age where you just don't know what the future holds. I hope the good Lord keeps us around for decades, but you just don't know. Right. You know, it's like one man said, I, I, uh, li- I try to live like today was my last day, but I still plant peach trees, <laughs> you know, because yeah. they take years to develop. And I just said this, you know, just think about this. Go while you can. Mm-hmm. And that clicked something in him. And he said, you know, you're right. Let's just go. And so they signed up, had a wonderful time. About six months later, unexpectedly had a, I believe it was a heart attack, passed away. Oh, now, I don't sad. want to be doom and gloom, mm-hmm. but to this day, his wife gets teary eyed when we talk about this. You know, that was really the only big trip that they ever had. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't want to be morbid. But there is something when you get, as you, any time in life, but particularly as you get older, go while you can. We all know people in our family, in our neighborhood, in our friendship circle, where something in life has dramatically changed their circumstances. Yes. So go while you can. Um, one of those go while you can opportunities is Oberammergau. Mm-hmm. Once every 10 years. Yeah. You know, who knows if I'm going to be around in 2030. Of course, this dates back to 1633 when the plague was ravishing through Europe. And uh, as it came up the valley, it hit the small village of Oberammergau. And uh, about a quarter of the village's population died. And the village got together and prayed and said, God, if you will spare our village. We will remember you forever and uh, with a performance. And miraculously, it's as if it took a hard right rudder and just bypassed the village. Mm-hmm. True, that was in 1633. True to their word, in 1634, they got together 60 members of the village, 60 villagers, in the cemetery, on the graves of those who have passed away, and they did the Passion Spiel, or the Passion Play. It's really the last week of the Savior's life from his triumphal entry into Jerusalem through those last, those last few days, the Last Supper, the arrest, the betrayal, Gethsemane, the crucifixion, 
the resurrection and the ascension. Mm-hmm. And they did that. And they vowed to do it every 10 years. And they've done that. Now, it wasn't done during World War II. And there have been some times when they've had to adjust this. Like such during a, a pandemic? Like during a pandemic, uh, it was scheduled for 2020. Yeah. And they bumped it to 2022. And I think that's sight, sight on them to make it 2022 instead of 2021, because it wouldn't have happened again. They, yeah, yeah. And so it is an incredible performance. My wife, Kathy, and I have been to it before. And it is off the charts. Now, we at Columbus Travel, and you, you know we merged with Morris Travel, mm-hmm. so we have Morris travel opportunities, Columbus travel opportunities to Oberammergau. We have in June three river cruises with a land tour, including Oberammergau, the Passion Play. We have two on the Danube, one on the Rhine. But I have put together what I think is the absolutely, positively most unique European itinerary. I pulled out all my creative juices over 40 plus years in this business and said, um, I want to do the ultimate Europe tour in conjunction with this. So my, I have two river cruises. Mark Falmo has one in June. I have a September 2022 Oberammergau tour that includes Italy, Switzerland, Austria. Catch this. Liechtenstein. Who do you know who's been to Liechtenstein, the third smallest country in the world? Yeah. And, of course, Germany. We will fly into Milan. We'll see Leonardo da Vinci's Last Supper painting. And then catch this. We go into the Swiss Alps. Mm-hmm. By the way, we go up to Lake Como and the lake region of northern Italy, which is just crazy. But then we go into the Swiss Alps, and we'll actually be taking a train to Zermatt. And what's the significance of Zermatt? The Matterhorn's there. Yeah, not the Disneyland one, Yeah, John. it has a roller coaster inside the mountain, Oh, thank right? you very much. But we, we'll see, do the Matterhorn. We'll visit glaciers. Uh, we get into Lucerne, St. Moritz, uh, Innsbruck, Austria, and then into Germany, Munich, and, of course, Oberammergau. Um, September 12th is when we leave. Mm-hmm. It is the most incredible experience of a lifetime. All of this, of all the Oberammergau tours... Available at ColumbusVacations.com. We're going to be headed to Africa when we come back on The Travel Show. Welcome back to The Travel Show. I'm Larry Gelwix, the getaway guru, joined by John Potter, the travel expert, king of Disneyland and all things really travel at Columbus Travel. By the way, you can contact Columbus at 800 373-3328. That's 800-373-3328 or online at columbusvacations.com. John, you know that experience I told you about go while you can? Mm Mm-hmm. How does that grab you? I mean, what what emotions does that bring to you? I agree completely. I had some clients several years ago that always want to do a Panama Canal cruise booked it, and unfortunately, three weeks before they was to go, he passed away. And they never did get that trip. And I always, every time I book a Panama Canal, I think of think them. Think of them. And, you know, it's not always somebody passing away. That's the example I got. Yeah. Sometimes it's our financial situation, our children, our job, uh, some health situations. Mm-hmm. Everything changes. Oh, yes. You know, um, 
a <laughs> pandemic hits. Your church wants you to leave for 18 months or two years or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, with that, um, I'll tell you one. Uh, everybody kind of has a bucket list, you know, of things that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there are places you've heard me say are one and done. Yes. I'm glad I went. Don't ever have to go back. You know, someplace like Cleveland. Um <laughs> Been there, done that. Don't have to go back, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's other places that I've been to again and again, and I can't wait to get back. Alaska's one of them. Oh, absolutely, yes. We both love Alaska. You know, a week from today, I'm going to be flying to Hawaii right after the show. That will be my 168th trip to Hawaii. That's a real number. I started when I was 16 years old, went over surfing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was a little surfer boy from California. And uh, it's I, I just fell in love with it. I can't wait to get back to um, Hawaii. I have had another experience that is all, it's, it's like life-changing. I've been to a safari. I've done safaris all over Africa. Mm-hmm. East Africa, South Africa, Zimbabwe. I've been to Malawi. Uh, you know, all of these countries. And, you know, I've loved every one of them. In 2019, my wife Kathy and I uh, accepted an invitation from Discovery Expeditions and Jim Gee. Mm-hmm. And to go on the Great Migration. Now, I'd done a lot of safaris, but I'd never done the Great Migration, which you can only see in Kenya and Tanzania. And Kenya, by far, has to be your choice. Mm-hmm. Um, no diss to Tanzania. It's not even in the same universe of the experience that you have. I was not emotionally prepared, psychologically prepared for the experience. And so today we've invited Jim Gee with Discovery Expeditions to join us in studio. He's been with us before. And we're going to be talking about Africa and the Great Migration Something, it's one of those things, go while you can. Jim, welcome to the Travel Show. Thanks, Larry. I'm glad to be here. Now, I've, I've been bragging up, I talked about it last week, the Great Migration. What is it? Well, what it basically is, the, it is the world's largest land migration. It's one and a half million wildebeests and 500,000 zebras along with other antelope that travel 900 miles from southern Tanzania up to the Masai Mara into the Mara Triangle. And that's why its culmination in the Mara is so fantastic because they cover from a wide area up to a narrow area and they're just so compact uh, gathered into that area that uh, the drama and just the pure... It's just like overwhelming. You know, I read accounts of the Western migration here in America. And you read stories of these early settlers and pioneers talking about a valley or a mountain being black with buffalo. I did not understand that till you and I went to Kenya in 2000, what was it, 2019, and you see as far as the eye can see, wildebeest. John, I got to tell you about one experience. And by the way, it's not all predators. Sure, they're there. We love to see the lions. They have to eat too. But it's, I think it was on day three. You give us a book to check off species. John, on day three, Kathy and I checked off 50 species of animals, not including birds. 
Wow. So, so here's this experience. And uh, Jim, Jim and Kathy and I are sharing a vehicle. And we come up to this wildebeest herd. And I, I'm looking. It's just massive. And Jim's telling me, oh, no, this is a small one. It's probably 60,000. Yeah. You know, think of of what? I don't even know what the football stadiums see. But it's just as far as you can see. Now, th- here we are. In front of us is some bushes, probably about eight feet tall, and you see lions crouched behind them. And then the wildebeest on the other side, and we're watching this drama unfold. And, Jim, you remember that every lion has a, has a function. Right. And uh, the ladies usually look after the cooking, <laughs> just like at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you remember this one lioness goes out and is running like a sheepdog. And I'm thinking, what is going on here? And Jim just says, wait, just wait and watch. And, she, and you know, of course, all H-E-double-L breaks out amongst the wildebeests. And, but she is running back and forth, herding them towards what? An ambush. An ambush where the bushes, because the the pride was crouched, waiting to that exact moment, and then boom, out they come. Uh, you know, again, it's and it's not all carnivores, it's not all predators, mm-hmm. but they have to eat too. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim, why is it that a great migration safari? You've been doing it for twenty five years. Your company twenty six now. Twenty six years. Why is it so different from? Anything else you'll experience anywhere on the continent of Africa? Well, it's just so much uh, wildlife in one concentrated spot that it's overwhelming. And you get to watch the whole circle of life uh, right before your eyes. See these massive herds not only just moving towards but then also crossing the Mara River, the drama that's involved there. And it's just the whole thing put together. You still have the beautiful sunrises and sunsets of the Maasai Mara, which are just unbelievable. And uh, where you have the lone acacia tree with the sun setting down. And I've got you know. so many pictures. And, you know, the Maasai Mara, uh, the Maasai are a tribe. Exactly. And the Mara means spotted. Right. And, John, when we fly, uh, we visit, the. in my mind, the the three most important game parks in Kenya. Now there's 50 game parks and Jim, what's crazy. Not one of them has fences. No, this is not a zoo. This is a daily struggle of life. And, um, so we will fly. Well, we visit Samburu, old Pajeta and the Mara, the Maasai Mara Serengeti, the Serengeti plains there. I think more people are probably familiar with the term Serengeti. So when you're flying over, you'll see these clumps of vegetation, the spots. That's the Mara. Mm. And uh, so we visit, the, in my mind, the three most important game parks. No fences. Samburu, Old Pajeta, and the Serengeti Masai Mara. Uh, Jim, I was, I was so impressed with the game lodges. Um, how did you pick these? Because everybody wants to get these. You're right out in the middle. Right. You, there, there's special spots in each one of these parks. And you want to have a unique area to call your home for those two or three days that you're there. And in Samburu, we have a beautiful overlook of the river in uh, Samburu, which gives us a great vantage point. 
in uh, Old Pajetta were right on a water hole. And it's a tented camp, a luxury tented camp, and we're right outside your tent is this water hole where the elephants come in, the rhinos, the giraffes, zebras, everything comes into that water hole, and you get to watch it uh, the whole time you're there. When you're out on safari, of course, you see them out there, but when you come back to relax at your camp, they're right in front of you. Well, you know, they ha- uh, John, they have this watering hole. It's pretty big. I mean, it's it's not a little pond. It's big. Mm-hmm. And um, as Jim mentioned, you're right there. Now, when you say a tented camp, a, a luxury tented camp, um, I love the camps. It, it, yes, it's a tent, but don't think of the YMCA or Boy Scouts or anything mm-hmm. like that. It has all the luxuries inside of a, a first-class hotel. You know, every, showers, toilets, uh, vanity sink, everything. But you have this ambiance. Now, built over the tent is a structure. You know, if it were to rain or something, it's not raining on the tent. Mm -hmm. So on three sides, you have a structure, and then it opens to the watering hole. So, um, And they have, like, there's the watering hole, then there's a deep ravine, and then an electric fence. All the camps, all the lodges have an electric fence around them, and I don't believe you've ever had an had an incident. No, nobody touches it. They, yeah. They, they keep it away. Yeah, they, they <laughs> learn that very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. So Kathy and I are sitting there watching a sunset in Africa. You don't have the pollution. It is just, just illuminating. And there at the watering hole, I mean, every animal known to mankind. I was looking for Noah. I thought this would be a great time to fill the ark again. <laughs> so what is it? We got about two minutes, Jim. What's a typical day like? Not a traveling day, but a full safari day. Well, we start off early in the morning uh, around 6 a.m. so we can watch the sunrise. And the animals are most active. So we go there. We leave. We come back for breakfast, have a nice breakfast at the lodge, and then go back out again. Uh, we have multiple game drives as much as you want to do if you want to stay in and just look at the lodge and from the lodge that you're more than welcome to. And then we do an evening game drive at the end till the sun sets and then come back for another. John, what's interesting is I'll I'll think of the Ashnil Lodge, which is up on the Serengeti. Uh, And these lodges are fabulous, but the, the, the location, location, location makes it. So at the Ashnil Lodge where we stay, uh, you get in your vehicle, by the way, these vehicles are Toyotas. And they uh, seat eight people. We never put more than four in a vehicle, unless it's a family that requests. You know, we got right. five people in our, well, we're going to put them all together. Oh, that way everybody has a window, right? You can move around in it. Mm-hmm. And I see these other vehicles that are packed with eight and ten people. We don't put more than four. But catch this. Um, there's some other really good lodges that are an hour to an hour and a half drive each way. We get in our vehicles, go out the gate, and in 60 seconds, we're looking for animals. Well, wow. listen, we've got a great brochure uh, on Africa and the Great Migration. We have three available dates in 2022. This year is completely sold out. These uh, safaris typically sell out well in advance. we got three dates next summer. ColumbusVacations.com. Jim Gee, thank, thank you. you for joining us. Thank you, Larry. with Jim on Africa and the Great Migration. We have three dates next year, 2022. We depart July 17th 
August 9th and August 20th. You know, the Great Migration is only July, August, and September. It's the only time, and you can only find it in in uh, Kenya and Tanzania, and hands down, Kenya is the better experience uh, for the Great Migration. Some of these tours are already half sold out, John. They are. They're filling quickly. Let me ask you this. When people call, you're talking to people every day, mm-hmm. Columbus Travel, mm-hmm. and they, they're they talking about the Great Migration. You've had some clients experience it and come back. What are they telling you? Oh, they said that the animal experience was amazing. They said they pulled over and for a half hour and just watched wildebeest after wildebeest cross a river. They mentioned the lodging. They figured they would be very remote lodges, and they says they were very nice deluxe lodges. Well, they are and, remote, yeah, but they're not rustic. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're not moder- a little cottage. Exactly. No, they're beautiful facilities, but yes, they are remote. Mm-hmm. You're out on the Serengeti, and there's nothing even close to you. Yeah. I remember one other experience we had, where we we pulled up, and it was just our vehicle. These beautiful new Toyotas. By the way, Jim owns all of his own vehicles. The company is headquartered in Salt Lake, but has a Nairobi office. Full-time employees are not out finding hucksters. Right. And we're by this small lake, and it was just the stillness and quiet. And then we, you could hear just a faint rumble. And over this little crest comes about three or 400 uh, buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the Cape Buffalo, not water buffalo, Cape Buffalo. And uh, they're wallowing in the mud. They're drinking. They're out actually in the water. The baby calves are there. And uh, they're all around the vehicle. And it was just like, this is just unbelievable. And after about half an hour, they moved on. And the stillness was there. And then there was just almost almost a a, a slight rumble. And a herd of 30 elephant come over the same crest with a baby elephant that Jim says that was born maybe a week, week and a half ago. And you can see the matriarchal society mm-hmm. of the elephants, everybody helping this little baby keep up. Wow. And they came to drink and then they moved on. Mm-hmm. And the stillness was there. Again, these are the experiences that we had every day. You go to Kruger National Park in South Africa, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And on a good day, you'll see five or six lions. Mm-hmm. So Kathy and I decided, let's count. We just arbitrarily picked today. How many lion are we going to see? And 28, we counted that day. Mm-hmm. That was a typical day. The big five. There is a serious problem with the experience. And that's this. Your local zoo will never <laughs> be the same. Yes, that's what I've heard. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, we'd love to have you. I will be on at least one of those uh, safari dates. John is trying to talk me into letting him go on. Wouldn't you love to do that? I would do that in a second. I, I absolutely would. would love it. You, uh, you better be nice to me. Maybe have a cookie or a cupcake on my desk Monday morning. Oh, I will in a, a Diet Coke. That, thank you very <laughs> much. Yes. The, na- the the official drink of the state of Utah, Diet Coke. <laughs> and the Diet Coke takes the calories out of the cookie, you know. That's right. That's right. Um, now, you know I grew up in San Francisco. Yes. I love San Francisco. I mean, they're just flat out crazy down there now. 
They've lost their mind, but it's still a wonderful city. Oh, it's a great place you to know, visit. You know, you walk along the wharf from uh, um, the ferry building on the Embarcadero to Pier 39, the new cruise terminal there, Ghirardelli Square, the Cannery, Fisherman's Wharf, just absolutely iconic. So, you know, people say, what do we call San Francisco? Now, um, there's three names for the city that the locals find acceptable. I'm sure City by the Bay is one of them. Well, yeah, the city, just the city. But City by the Bay, Mm -hmm. we used to call it Baghdad by the Bay because it's kind of a laissez-faire, anything-goes city. It still is. Mm -hmm. We don't use Baghdad by the Bay anymore. So the city, San Francisco, or San Fran. San Fran is okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you say, if you're anywhere in the Bay Area and you say, I'm going to the city. It's not Oakland. It's not Berkeley. It's not San Jose or Cupertino. It's San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But I hear they do not like you to say Frisco. I'm going that, to Frisco. That is offensive. Yes. That is not allowed uh, at all uh, to say I'm going to Frisco. You know, uh, one of the iconic features of San Francisco is the cable car. It was really born in 1869. Andrew Halliday, a Scottish wire cable manufacturer, was climbing one of the steep hills. And there are some steep hills. And a horse-drawn wagon was going up and slipped. And the wagon and the horses and the people slid down the hill. The, the horse was uh, had to be put down uh, because of it. And he had an idea. Why not have a wagon or a trolley pulled by an underground cable? In 1873, on August the 1st, early in the morning, the first cable car waited at the top of Clay Street with a one-mile track. And that was how the cable car was born. Uh, There were 23 routes at one time. Today, there's two. Mm -hmm. And the cable car is one of the iconic experiences. Now, what's interesting is there was a referendum to do away with them in 1979, and the city exploded and said, no, we'll keep it. I want to tell you how I will take you to the city by the bay when we come back. Your weekend with us. I'm Larry Gelwicks, the getaway guru, joined by John Potter with Columbus Travel. And of course, you can talk to the Columbus Travel experts, 800-373-3328. That's 800-373-3328 or online at columbusvacations.com. We'd love to have you join us here on the Travel Show with your questions, comments, your experiences, and recommendations. You can call us on the Travel Show, 888-570-8010. That's 888-570-8010. John, we were talking about that Pacific Coast cruise that I do every year, mm-hmm. I reference the story of go while you can. Right. This is one of my favorite experiences. Um, we leave September 25th next year. Right, 2022. Yeah, from Vancouver. And uh, sailing out of Vancouver Harbor is, isn't, oh my god, Isn't that beautiful? You're right under the bridge. Yes. Stan- Stanley Park will be Sail on your Sail right left. past Stanley, yes. And then what's nice is a full day at Victoria. Now, when Alaska cruises come, they usually arrive at 6, 7 p.m., mm-hmm. and you've got three or four hours. Right. You see Bouchart Gardens, which the whole estate is 120 acres, 
but the flowers are 55 acres. There's yeah. nothing like it in the world. Oh, it's so beautiful. It is. But you see it under floodlights. Uh-huh. Uh, here we spend the day there, and you see it under sunshine. It is about a 45-minute drive from downtown Victoria, and uh, it is it is crazy. There's nothing like it in the world, and we'll be there all day. And then, of course, Astoria, Oregon, Lewis and Clark country, some of the most heavily forested country uh, in the in the United States. Then we follow that rugged Pacific coastline mm-hmm. to San Francisco. And I always tell everybody, you've got to be out on the deck as we sail under the Golden Up Gate Bridge. Up as high as you can get on that ship. Oh, yes. And you slip right under the bridge. You'll have the same experience going out. Yeah. But what's nice about this John, is that we spend two full days. the And the ship will dock uh, very near, within walking distance of Pier 39 in Fisherman's Wharf. Right. They have a cruise terminal there. And uh, what I do my own tours. I do the commentary. We'll have a tour in Victoria. I like, I don't do one in Astoria. It's a great little walking town. Right. Right. Uh, but the ship will offer some. They have a trolley on a on a track there. You can buy an all day ticket for six bucks, and it takes you oh, takes you into the city and out into the woods too. Mm-hmm. So that's what I recommend people do in that story. Buy the six dollar trolley ticket. But I'll take you to Butchart Gardens down to the uh, Parliament Building, and we'll see all of Victoria. But in San Francisco, I pull out all the stops, mm-hmm. and I take you on my tour. Uh, and we'll see all of the city, the history. Your old high school? Uh, <laughs> we, actually, my old high school has been torn down. Uh, <laughs> I, we ruined it. We were reckless. That's ah. another story. But um, it's just you, you have so much time there. And you're right near everything. You know, we'll learn the history of Chinatown, Hate ashbury the wharf, the uh, Fisherman's Wharf, Ghirardelli, up Columbus Street, Little Italy, downtown, Golden Gate Park, Ocean Beach. We'll cross the the Golden Gate Bridge into mm-hmm. Marin County. Okay. Uh, start stop at the um, the um, uh, World's Fair location and the uh, Palace of Fine Arts, which is outdoor. Uh, anyway, so much fun. Uh, you know. I didn't look at the rates today, but I looked earlier this week, and they start at five hundred and four bucks plus tax. Mm-hmm. And this is a one-week cruise. Yeah, and you're with Royal Caribbean on the Serenade of the Seas. That's a nice ship, isn't Very it? Very nice. What ship. do you like about that ship? Just the feel of it. It's not the large mega mega ships. It's a nice intimate ship, and I I just just a great feel, and of course the food. And Royal Caribbean has the best lemonade of anybody on the seas. And you are an expert. You know what's fun? Depending on which. Uh, We'll see it in the distance, but depending on which route the um, captain takes is, did you know there's a set of islands about uh, 28, 30 miles off San Francisco? You had told me about that once before. I had not heard about it before that. The Farallon Islands. Mm -hmm. It's a state park, and uh, sometimes you see it in the distance. Sometimes we've gotten very, very close to it, but... After we leave San Francisco, right under the Golden Gate Bridge, we follow the coast past Santa Cruz, Monterey, Big Sur, Carmel, and then disembark in uh, Los Angeles. We leave Vancouver September 25th and arrive in L.A. one week later, October the 2nd. Um, We're going to have so much fun. 
I well, hope will be. that you will join me. Now, John, uh, everything is changing in Hawaii. And I'm going to be flying to Hawaii right after the show next week on Delta's nonstop to Maui. Oh, that's such that, a good flight. It is so nice to avoid the West Coast. So wherever yes. you're listening, look for those nonstop flights to Hawaii. Yeah, one to Maui, one to Oahu. Out of Salt Lake City. Yes. Of course, uh, our listeners in southern Utah, Arizona, and Nevada who may be flying out of lost wages. Why uh, Air flies it. You have a nonstop flight there yeah. also. Um, what Things are selling out so fast in Hawaii right now. They really are. I was looking at the Polynesian Cultural Center. I've been there so many times. I love the Polynesian Cultural Center. Oh, I do Center. too. They have different packages. They have the, uh, for example, the uh, three basic packages that include dinner and the show, or you can just see the the villages. Right. Anybody can get that. They have the Gateway Buffet package sold out till J- July 29. Mm-hmm. They have the uh, super, well, the Ali'i Luau package, where you get a real Luau in food. Yeah, I love that one. Sold out till August 24th. Mm-hmm. And then the Ambassador Luau package, where you have a private guide with you the whole time. Yeah. Sold out till September 17th. Car rentals. For, I mean, you can't even find cars over there. Many yeah. hotels are booked up. Uh, what is your advice if... Someone is thinking about Hawaii. Book early. They're, the last-minute Hawaii bookings are horrible, especially for the rental cars. It is not If you can find a rental car, it's going to be three or $400 a day. So I would plan Easy. early, and I would try to go maybe into the fall, and hopefully by then things will have stabilized. Well, you know, I was looking at some dates um, in September, mm-hmm. and um, I found the Sheraton Princess Kailani with airfare – and taxes, six days, five nights. And you can certainly extend that. Oh, yeah. 789 bucks. That's great. And I like September because the summer crowds are gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, the weather is fantastic. You know, I got several what I call insider tips if you're thinking of booking Hawaii. First of all, John, we've talked about secret airfares. What is a secret airfare? Secret airfare is uh, where you package it together with a hotel, with a rental car. That It's like wholesale pricing. You get a discount on the air and the hotel or the air and the car or all three. But you can't buy the air only. No. See, the airlines will give certain tour operators a very limited number, including Columbus Travel and Morris Travel, super discounts. But they say you've got to package it with something because – those other people that paid through the nose, we don't want them upset. So number one, look for a package. Now, the actual term is a tour operator fare. Mm-hmm. A tour being you have a car rental or a hotel. Right. You don't have to be on an organized tour. Mm-hmm. I call them secret airfares because if you call the airline, they don't even know about them. No, they can't sell them to you. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two is one island or two. Maybe a third, but that depends on how long you're going to be there. Now, if you're going to be there a week, I recommend just one island. I do, too. Uh, if you're going to be there 10 days, you could consider two islands. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, Norwegian uh, sails the Norwegian Pride round trip every Saturday from Honolulu once they started again. Yeah, starting in November. Yeah, and visit all the islands. Mm-hmm. So don't over plan. 
That's number two. One island or two. Don't rush it. Number three, be aware of parking and resort fees. Absolute robbery. You can easily pay 50 bucks a day to park your car Mm -hmm. and easily pay 30, 40, 50 dollars in a so-called resort fee. Now, these resort fees are rarely disclosed when you're first making your reservation. Yes. At the very end, they tend to hide them in they bundle all taxes and fees, government fees, government taxes, and they're 50 bucks a night. You can easily be clipped for $100 a night with a car. And that gets me to the fourth. Do you really need a car? If you, if you don't, you're going to be paying anywhere from two to $500 a day. Now, is that an overstatement? No, it is not. Two to $500 a day. And lastly, book your activities before you go. Use the services of a professional travel advisor like Columbus Traveler Morris and help plan these things. Hawaii no ka'oi, which means Hawaii is the best, but plan ahead and save money. Now, John is already panting and wagging his tail because we come back. We're talking Disney here on The Travel Show. The getaway guru joined by John Potter, who is all things Disney. Have you ever considered John hiding at Disneyland after closing hours? Oh, yes, absolutely. I bet I bet people try to do that, don't they? Yeah, and I think they've got a pretty good system to I bet prevent they have that. Cameras everywhere. Oh, yes, yes. You have to be stealth. Yes. Have a stealth cloak on. Of course, I'd hate to do that and get caught and then them saying, sorry, Banned. you can't come back anymore. That that would just be that, the ultimate. That would be a death blow. That would, yes. What's no. up with Disney? Well, uh, Disneyland is open to us. We can all go now if you can get a reservation. I've, I've got the reservation calendar pulled up right now. There's very limited availability to go to Disney's California Adventure through mid-July. But starting July 15th on... Almost every date is available for both parks. So, again, you can't just show up at Disneyland and go like you used to. You need a reservation to get into the park. They have lifted the mask mandate for vaccinated people. So if you have been vaccinated, you do not need to wear a mask uh, when you're outside. Uh, In certain areas, you don't need to social distance. And the best news, the fireworks show is coming back in July in both Disneyland and Disney World. July, it will be back. And, of course, Marvel Campus is open at Disney's California Adventure in California. And, you know, you can buy a sandwich for $100 there. What? A $100 sandwich. Now, it will feed eight people. But, uh, you know, everybody said the food prices in Disneyland are very high. Well, a sandwich for $100? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty high. (laughs) Uh, it reminds me of the Broadway Deli in Manhattan in New York, which recently closed because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They would have a sandwich literally eight or nine inches high of meat. Oh, my goodness. And uh, it's enough, enough to feed two people e- easily, three or four. How would you eat your mouth over that thing? You don't. You don't. <laughs> you, have to, you have to take half of the sandwich. And cut it in half. You yeah, know, I believe uh, it. Hors- then uh, then squish it down. <laughs> with a Diet Coke. Yeah. With a Diet Coke. Hey, you know, we were talking earlier about Oberammergau. And, you know, we also announced that in March, Columbus Travel and Morris Murdoch Travel 
merged. We are currently, uh, you know, finalizing the merger and operationally integrating services. But it, you know, it really opens up some lot of opportunities. I do want to call your attention to the escorted tours uh, offered by Morris Murdoch. You can get that at mmetours.com for Morris Murdoch Escorted Tours, mmetours.com. And I'd like they've got some wonderful tours all over the world. Yeah, and they do a lot of LDS geared tours, don't they? They, they do uh, not only LDS, mm-hmm. but that's been a big market for them. Yeah. And uh, take note of their Oberammergau tours. Now, I mentioned that at Columbus Travel, we have three uh, June 2022 Europe River Cruises with Ama Waterways, the number one deluxe Europe River Cruise company. Mm-hmm. We have two on the Danube. One on the Rhine. And the Rhine is sold the out. Rhine, and I'm taking the Rhine. It yeah. is sold out. Uh, Mark Faldma will take one on the Danube. I will take one on the Danube. Uh, and I think we'd have just a couple of just spaces. Just a few, yeah. And then after the river cruise, we do a Europe tour, and we offer different tours. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mentioned in September the absolute ultimate tour. Uh, Morris came to me and said, we have some tickets to Oberammergau in September would you put a tour together? And literally, I worked very closely with Wendy Frackia over there, the group mm-hmm. manager, and we got all of our creative juices going. Well, I like the picture on the front. It's you in front of Von Neuenstein Castle. That's right. That's uh-huh. right. <laughs> and uh, it's, how do I describe it? I said, I want the ultimate tour. So we started in Milan. We'll see, you know, the Last Supper painting of Leonardo da Vinci up to Lake Como, the Swiss Alps, a train to the Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. Who goes to the Matterhorn? And no, John, there are not bobsleds I running. Say, every on time a I track. go to Disneyland, I do. And to St. Moritz, uh, down to uh, Lucerne, and then we go to Liechtenstein. Do you know? And that's the third smallest country in the world. Mm hmm. Do you know anyone who's been to Liechtenstein? Just you. Thank you. It's it's uh, it's like being in Bavaria. It's a mountainous country. Mm-hmm. And we go to Innsbruck, Austria, where the Olympics were held twice, and then up to Munich and Oberammergau. I do want to call your attention, and it's a gr- it's, that is in uh, September the 10th uh, of 2022, and I'll be the guy. I want to call your attention to two others. Now, look over all of the Morris Murdoch Oberammergau tours, but there's one on May 20th, Italy and Oberammergau, and you get some more in-depth in Italy. Follow the itinerary. Now, there's they have almost a dozen tours. I, I can't review them all. You can online, but there's also, with Kay Godfrey, the um, heart of Europe. Uh, you'll see London, you'll see Paris, the Alps of Switzerland, you'll be into the Black Forest, to the Rhine River. It is an exceptional itinerary, and of course, all of these do include the Oberammergau. Uh, Italy and Oberammergau. Now, Italy, what is it that people love so much about Italy? Food, I think, and the gelato. I mean, everybody's got to go to Italy and try the gelato. Yeah, they really do. Now, this includes Rome and Florence and uh, 
uh, touring of Venice, Italy. You see, you're in depth in Italy, and then you make your way up through the Alps to Bavaria. Of course, the fairy tale Neuschwanstein Castle by King Ludwig, which is the inspiration for what, John? The Disneyland Castle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so all of these, Italy and Oberammergau departs May 20th, and the Heart of Europe uh, departs July 20th. Mine, the Best of the Alps, the Matterhorn and Passion Play, departs September 10th. Do take a look at ColumbusVacations.com. You can find these there, ColumbusVacations.com and MMETours.com. And between Columbus Travel and Morris, which we're operating separately now as we integrate and finalize, but uh, we're the same folks. Anyway, we got much more on the Egyptian endowment here on the Travel Show when we come back. Welcome back to The Travel Show. I'm Larry Gelwix, the getaway guru, and that music, John, is getting me excited for next month, where we have a group of radio listeners, and you can still join me in sunny Puerto Vallarta, departing, what is it, July 14th? July 14th. We have a five-day package, four nights. You can certainly go early or stay late. And we're going to be doing some fun things in Puerto Vallarta. I love Puerto Vallarta. Oh, I do too. The cobblestone streets, the uh, everything about it. It's colonial. It's iconic. And uh, the water is so clear. You know, I've told people I love Cancun. I really do. Mm-hmm. But I do have concerns about summer in Cancun. They have, it's Mother Nature. They have seaweed that yeah. washes up a lot on the beach. And now the hotels clean it up. Yeah. But it's not just a little bit. Yeah. It's a lot. A lot. But you don't get that in Puerto Vallarta. And by the way, Cancun, that's that's a summer. Um, summer only. Yeah. Uh, with the um, with the seaweed. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, I have traveled so much. I, I used to count the countries I visited. And years ago, I stopped at 100. And I talked earlier, you and I talked earlier about some countries are one and done and some places are, I can't wait to get back. I've had the privilege of traveling to Egypt and the Holy Land and the Middle East a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, just a lot. But there's something different about Egypt. And as you deal with people and talk to people, we have next year in 2022 – uh, Egypt and the Secrets of the Nile. It's a river cruise plus a land tour, four nights on the land, a full week uh, on with Ama Waterways, deluxe yeah. river cruise on the Nile. It's sold out in about two or three weeks. Yeah, I went very it's, quickly. It's not your $99 uh, blue light special. No. Uh, it's a great value, but it's a little pricier. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it about Egypt when you're talking to people, John? that captivates them so the history the biblical history the pyramids the sphinx it's just amazing i just i want to go myself just for those main reasons we got to see now let's see you want to go where was it last segment you wanted to go africa africa uh-huh well 
Egypt's in Africa. Yeah, I, basically, Larry, both? I want your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, people say that to me all the time. They say, Larry, um, I wish I had your job. And I think, you know, there's some days you could have it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. You know, when uh, you've got a cruise group and your flight to the cruise has been canceled. Yeah. Oh, boy. Or yeah. the cruise ship is leaving and one of your tour members, you're on a shore excursion, is missing. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so back to Egypt. Um we now have our 2023 dates for Egypt. And I had, by the way, Dan Hone's going to be here next week mm-hmm. talking about Egypt and Israel. And uh, probably the smartest man on the planet for all things uh, in the Middle East and touring. He says this tour that we have, the secrets of Egypt and the Nile, is the absolute finest tour for Egypt that he has seen. Now, our 2022 is sold out. Mm-hmm. Our 2023, we're opening up this week. It will sell out. Yes, very it will. Quickly. The dates that we board the ship are uh, start the tours March 24th and finish April the 4th. Um, it's about 12 days, including travel. And it is... We see it all. We open with a um, stay in Cairo, and then we fly up to Luxor. You know how he said with Luxor, if you haven't seen Luxor, you haven't seen Egypt. There's a new museum. Uh, The Egyptian Museum has has been downtown, but they've opened a new one out in Giza where the pyramids are, and we will be visiting that. We're staying at the Four Seasons Hotel right on the Nile. You know Four Seasons. Oh, yes. Pretty nice. Yes. They're no Motel 6. Uh, thank you very much. And then we'll see, you know, all of the Nile. We have an option up to Abu Simbal. We come back for a, uh, a night in uh, Cairo. It, just an incredible experience. One of the, There's so many fascinating things. And next week, we'll be going in depth with some of the Egyptology and things to learn. One of the questions that I'm asked often about, and we have we discussed this about a year ago when we were talking about Egypt, was the so-called Egyptian endowment. <clears throat> now, I'm going to tell you a little bit. We'll go into real detail next week on the Egyptian endowment, but I'm just going to give you a, a, some interesting insights on that. Is uh, I want to emphasize. You know, there are different religious practices, and I think we should treat all religious practices with um, with respect and courtesy. Oh, yes. And so what I'm talking about now, I want to emphasize, is only the Egyptian endowment. I'm not referring to any other religious practice. But one of the, the purpose of the Egyptian endowment was to prepare people for the next life. They believed that they would go through the same ritual, and they this was like a practice to get ready. They'd enter their temple or sacred buildings. They would have a they would have a guide. Now this is in mortality, you know, getting ready for the afterlife. You'd have a guide take you through some ceremonies. There's some ritualistic washings uh, with water and with oil, just anointing with the oil or touching them. 
uh, and then proceed, and they come to the hall of judgment. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. Uh, there you are asked 42 questions. It's called the uh, 42 questions of Ma'at, which is really answers to the questions of life. Um, now, why 42? The Kabbalah, uh, and there's so many similarities between uh, Jewish history and Egypt. Uh, the Kabbalah uh, says that God created the world by using the first 42 letters of the Torah. Now, the Torah, of course, are the five books of Moses. Mm -hmm. And these became 42 building blocks or stages of creation. So the judgment of the dead will take place in the hall of Ma'at. Now, 42 questions. It's like a, are you worthy to go on? (laughs) Uh, And uh, here are some of the questions. I'm not going to go through all 42, but some of them. Have you looked after your body as best as you could? Well, I'm out right there. Yep, you're done. I am done. Um, Are you, have you been morally clean? I hope I'm okay on that one. I think I am. Uh, Have you stolen? Uh, Have you looked upon the goods of others with envy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you been just in your dealings in the marketplace? Have you repaid all your debts promptly? Have you been generous to the needy? And the 42nd question I find absolutely fascinating. Is there one person upon earth who is glad that you have lived? Hopefully there's more than one. I hope so. Kathy, come on now. <laughs> and your hesi- children and grandchildren. Hesitate. Don't hesitate with that question. But anyway, they go through these 42 questions of Ma'at, which are the questions of life. And if they pass the interview, they actually go up to a, um, like a partition or a screen, a curtain. And there, there a person will ask them additional questions before allowing them to pass through the screen or curtain. Now, this is all preparatory. They practice it. They have to be familiar with it because they believe when they die, their spirit will go through this particular um, exercise. It's very interesting on the 42 questions of Ma'at, they're divided into three categories of mistakes, sins, transgressions, whatever you want to call them. The first uh, category is transgressions against others. Have you been just in your dealings? Have you been fair in the marketplace? Have you been generous to the needy? Uh, the second is sins against God. And the, the third is personal transgressions. And so it's kind of interesting how they cover your whole life. And you read through these. Now, we will be doing a lot of commentary and instruction before we even leave for Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have some get-togethers and Zooms and things like that where we will be, for those who want more detail, we will go into much detail on the Egyptian endowment. Dan and I will have a discussion here on the show, as we did a year ago, about the details which will absolutely uh, 
blow you up. It's very interesting in Scripture. You even find reference to these type of things in in uh, Abraham, for example. Uh, scripture says he was a righteous man and attempted to imitate the order of old, the order of the patriarchs. And so it'll be a fascinating discussion. We'll also be talking about the Holy Land. Now, um, Dan and I host Holy Land tours, some tours, both of us, some just him. Mm -hmm. I'll be hosting the Secrets of the Nile and the Egypt tour. We will have professional Egyptologists with us also. All these details at ColumbusVacations.com. Hey, uh, one other experience travel, John, you've been getting some calls on the cruise group I'll take next year. Yes, I know you want my life. We leave on my birthday, 2022, July 25th. Yes. I know that you're probably already shopping for gifts. Oh, yes. Uh Money is gladly accepted. Uh, Monopoly money? Thank you very much. Um, Iceland and Greenland. Oh, this is such a great itinerary. What is the fascination with Iceland and Greenland. Oh, just, I, I, for me, it's just try to see the Northern Lights being that far north. But uh, I just, I don't know. I just want to go. We have a 11-night um, cruise, Iceland and Greenland. It's one time, one time only. I've never seen this before. And uh, we will sail round trip from Reykjavik. And making four stops in Iceland, go up to Greenland, making two stops on the land, and then scenic cruising. I'm also offering a two-day prior to embarkation in Iceland. We will do the so-called Golden Circle Tour, and the highlight is the Gulfos Waterfall. You have never seen anything like it in the world. We'll explore Iceland. We'll explore Greenland from the comfort of a beautiful cruise ship and land tour. All these details at ColumbusVacations.com. We'll be back with more of the Travel Show. I don't know where the time goes. It just flies. It's amazing. I'm looking at my agenda. We got through about half Uh of uh, what we uh, had planned to do. By the way, um, I've got a text from somebody asking about that Egyptian endowment. I think one of the best books that you can get, if you want to get some real detail, certainly you can go online, but I think one of the best books you can get is by Dr. Hugh Nibley. And uh, remind me to tell a story about uh, Dr. Nibley and the book. I was actually a graduate student of his. There were five of us in a class uh, on early Christian literature, first century Coptic, which was basically the language of the Egyptian Christians and others. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was kind of funny because the mistake that Hugh Nibley made, and we were all graduate students, we were hoping that we were intelligent. Mm -hmm. He made the assumption that we knew as much as he did. (laughs) <laughs> and he would be reading these texts out loud in the native language, mm-hmm. you know, and just laughing and saying, isn't that funny? And we're struggling on the translation, you know. Uh, anyway, I got a great story about his book. He came in Matter and a Hornet one day uh, before it was published about the book. <laughs> I'll t- would you remind me to tell I will, you that story? I will remind oh my you. Gosh. Anyway. It, uh, Hugh Nibley wrote a great book on the um, Egyptian endowment, uh, 
published by Deseret Book. And uh, that's, if you really want to get into the detail, that is a great one. We've talked about so many things today. Go to ColumbusVacations.com for details on John's Alaska cruise, the Oberammergau tours uh, offered by Columbus Travel and Morris Murdoch Travel. That's ColumbusVacations.com and MMETours.com. We talked about Africa and the Great Migration. Mm-hmm. That is mind-boggling. By the way, we are sold out on a Africa tour at 28 people. Yeah. We, we keep it small. We don't want a convention. The Pacific Coast Cruise, I love that cruise. Mm-hmm. And it's two, a fun one. It is. Two days in San Francisco sailing right under the Golden Gate Bridge, seeing Carlos, as you can see, his former home, Alcatraz. Um, <laughs> I thought that the, was your former home. By the way, did you know that Alcatraz Island, where the mm-hmm. prison is, yeah. was misnamed? Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Originally, uh, Yerba Buena Island is where the Oakland-San Francisco Bay Bridge goes through, and you have Treasure Island. Uh-huh. That was Alcatraz Island, Yerba Buena. Oh. But a map maker got it wrong and on a map then moved the name over to the prison island, which was unnamed. Uh-huh. And it became Alcatraz. But originally... It, it was mislabeled. It was all just a mistake. It was all just a mistake. We've talked about Hawaii, some great rates this fall. But remember those five booking hints and tips that we talked about. Disney, um, do you see that? When do you see Disneyland opening up full capacity? I don't think it's that far off. They aren't telling us where they're at right now, but I don't. Th- I think before the end of the year it'll be up to full capacity. What about Disney Cruises? Uh, they'll probably be starting this fall. Now, the Disney Magic is supposed to be sailing out of Southampton for UK as, residents only. As in England. Yes. Uh, very good. You know, uh, we're missing uh, Carlos. Yes, we he are. He is in South America. Some of the best viewing of the Galapagos, uh, excuse me, the best viewing of the Amazon is in Peru at the Headwaters. Yeah. Of the Amazon. And then he's got a tour group and they'll be, I think, leaving today or tomorrow from the Amazon. We go into Puerto Maldonado, right? And with native local natives taking you out on jungle walks and animal viewing. Then they'll be headed to Machu Picchu, mm-hmm. the Sacred Valley, uh, Cusco, just incredible. Carlos has got another tour. We just added this because the other two to the Galapagos sold out almost overnight. You've heard me talk about the Galapagos Islands. Um, It's like the Garden of Eden must have been because animals have never learned to fear humans. They'll walk right up to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what we haven't talked about so much is Ecuador, one of the most beautiful, fascinating countries. We do so. Quito is just your iconic colonial town. We go also out to the Equatorial Monument. And so you're right on the equator. It's really fun. They have a they have a monument and then a line separating the northern and southern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can jump back and forth. What we like to do is with couples, 
one in the Northern Hemisphere, one in the S- Southern Hemisphere. We, Kathy and I had our picture taken. We got all these comments. Is that kind of indicative of your marriage? Yeah. Your uh-huh. con- your, Different uh, hemispheres. Hemispheres apart. You know, a fun thing we do in Ecuador is Otavalo, probably the best native indigenous market, colorful. We do all these fun things. Well, Carlos will be taking it. We just added it October 18th. Great time to visit mm-hmm. the Galapagos Islands and Ecuador. And we wouldn't be complete without mentioning briefly December Christmas market cruise. Um, we'll be sailing from Nuremberg to Vienna and the iconic Christmas markets of Europe. I'll be your personal host on that one. Mm-hmm. All of these details at columbusvacations.com. And, John, when we travel, where do we park? Park and jet. Park and jet. Locally owned and uh, give even give you a free car wash and a 20% discount. Go to columbusvacations.com, scroll to the bottom, and click on airport parking discount. Well, that wraps it up. We'll see you next week at this time on this station for more of the Travel Show. And, yes, I will be wearing an Aloha shirt.